The truth is something that exists. So when we are relaxed and we are feeling aligned, we will breathe correctly, automatically. So much of what we experience is seasoned with a lot of opinions and flavors. I went to the butcher once and asked him how to, how to um, cook a specific cut of beef. And he says to me, the trick is not to mask the flavor, but to bring out what is already going on within the meat because it's perfect in itself. So he's just like a little bit of salt and pepper. Don't tamper with it. And it's so true. It was so true. So much of what we do, so much of what goes on in our life, we're busy going into the spice cabinet and trying to season in experience rather than just let it be what it is. So today we are going to spend some time in our body, allowing it to be exactly what it is. Your shape, your size, your skin tone and color. Wherever you are on the health spectrum, wherever you are on the pain and pleasure spectrum. We are not going to tamper with this experience. And we are gonna allow ourselves to be the body that we are that will be guided by our breath. Allowing our soul's light and nurturing to be completely transparent. Allowing it to shine through Allowing it to warm the space. You know, the, the soul is compared to, you know, heat and warmth and a flame. The body is like, back to the cooking analogy, is the main dish in this world. And the thoughts are how we season it. So just going back to that analogy for a minute. When we experience enough life, we know 
that the right temperature for an oven is everything. You can have the most amazing dish, but if the temperature and the circulation is off, one part might be burnt while the other side might be raw. And we might be switching up, like swapping what's in the on the shelves. You know, the bottom shelf will cook the bottom, the top will cook the top. We all know, we all know this. So just noticing this analogy. So much of this world is about Olamasia. It's this world of doing. And in this world, in this realm, right, we can't speak about any other realm other than the present in this experience because this is the practice here. Is done through movement and flow. Noticing that sensation in the body is like that movement and flow. The mind being the seasoning is going to keep on trying to add, communicating that it doesn't have enough flavor. It doesn't have enough texture. The quality is not good enough. We need to add, we need to add. As much as we think that sometimes the mind communicates subtraction, something like we are not good enough, that is also adding. So all of it is excessive. So even from a space, you know, I talk about from like an eating perspective, if we, you know, um, like obesity and anorexia are really the same experience. There is an excessive thought. There's an excessive experience. Something is overworking. Something is overcompensating. Such a big part of our life is learning where we need to rest. Back to the meat. <laughs> when we think about a piece of meat, when it's cooked right, if you're grilling a piece of meat, you grill it for a few moments, for a few minutes, and then you let it rest. Any professional chef will tell you, don't touch it, don't touch it. If you touch it, you're gonna ruin it. What has to happen is 
the warmth will naturally make its way through the center in that time of stillness. But when we're cooking it, we also have to make sure that it's the right temperature. And the best way to cook it is when it is room temperature, so it can experience the best experience. Today is Friday. And as we enter Shabbos, the goal of Shabbos is to, to allow whatever it is that we've practiced, whatever it is that we have cooked and marinated and invested in our being, allowing that to rest so it can seep in, digest, process so that we can feel whole or master the full round of cooking, which is a good meal. I always say from a business perspective, um, not anyone that works with me knows, you never know how good a collaboration is. And that means somebody comes in as a hired contractor and does the job. You don't know until the job is complete and we begin again. So we have to go back to the beginning of the next project to know. And the reason is, is because so much of who we are is consuming. Everybody knows how to consume. To produce. But what happens at the end? Are we able to take that rest, take that peace that's so beneficial to the process and use it to heal, to nurture, to allow, to absorb, or not? And I will only know once I've gotten to that beginning again. And what's really, really beautiful is that from a religious practice, from a Jewish religious practice, a lot of times, I mean, every, every year, whenever we complete the Torah, there's the Parsha each week. And whenever we complete the Torah, we make sure to complete it and then begin again. And really everything that we need to know is in the Torah already. It's just, are we open enough to experience and observe, right? 
it's wisdom. So much of the way Judaism was passed down in a concrete system is really, really valuable in the system itself. So many of us get caught up in the narrative. But when we begin to separate the narrative, which is like the seasoning, and we go back to the process, right? So the patterns that the Torah has created for us, not somebody's opinion of it, but the actual matter of fact, a lot of times we will find a really great structure there that is the fundamental way of living. And that is going back to the seasoning, not to the seasoning, but to the flame, to the cooking, to the, to the how, how, what we are going to offer up, how that's going to be tempered. So back to a business perspective, or even just a, just any exchange or connection, we can produce something really beautiful. But if that warmth is not carried through into the offering, that means the exchange of sharing it with the other person, right? If we have this wonderful product or wonderful dish and you hand it to the person with a sour face and you're like, but I did it. Here, just have it. Like, what happens is it's not complete. I always say, more than remembering what your mother or caregiver made for you growing up for dinners, you'll remember an attitude. And why? Why is that? Because it's the essence and it's what's important. And what's important is remembered. So back to the body. The body is such a big part of our journey in this world. The mind will show up as that cabinet of seasoning. And we'll try to make anything stick, right? Because the mind is like Velcro. From a neurological perspective, the mind tries to make sense of everything that enters. So even the past, if something happened in the past, you will spend time with it and try to make sense of it. Because everything will stick to the mind if we let. But if we value 
the soul and the body as much as we value the process of the mind. It is possible for things to change. So I want you to take a moment here and invite your mind to collaborate with the body and the soul. You've been sitting for a while now, so the sensations in the body are more content. You are more aware of the temperature of the soul and the softening of the muscles. So ask yourself if the body's in a space the first home in this on this earth is a space to invite the mind in, not as the seasoner, but rather to build trust. So it's silencing the thoughts for a moment and allowing the body to lead with the sensations. knowing that you are exactly where you're supposed to be right here right now and hold space for that thank you so much for joining me today this practice of tapping into a deeper self. I am Esther Levy, your host, and this is an Ujjayi self-care meditation powered by Ujjayi Inc.